On this week's episode of the Indie Center Podcast, we sit down with one mask-making son of a gun whose love for horror goes past consumption and into sculpting his fears. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is my sit-down with Jose Claudio. But before we get into that, a word from our sponsors. This is Halloween week on the Indie Center Podcast, guys. I am here with a special effects artist, Jose Claudio. How you doing, man? What's up, buddy? I'm good. How about yourself, Louis? Good, good. Thank you for uh, getting my invite and, and jumping on with me. No problem, man. It's an honor, really. Man, you know, I've been following you and, and seeing your work. So when I was thinking about Halloween week and who was I going to sit down with, um, there was a few people that came in mind, but you were on the top of the list because you do special effects. You, you're like, I think you live and breathe in this shit, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I see you tattoos with like, uh, who's, who's that chick's name? That's the nun, brother. The, the the nun. She don't have a name. She's just a nun. She, she's Valak. She's the nun. That, yeah, she's scary. So <laughs> I mean, and also you got the Pandora box from Hellraiser. Oh, what else you got there? You know, got a fucking big man, man uh, pinhead right there. Sketchpad. <laughs> oh, pinhead. That's one of the best I wanted to talk about. Did you say sketchpad? Your body looks like a sketchpad right now. Nice. Oh, that's a first. I call myself a walking coloring book. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a walking coloring book. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm going to have to tell my wife that. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be a walking coloring book. But have but have your daughters like draw, draw on you and then get it tattooed and then get it tattooed. That's uh, the very that that's the most professionalist way you could ever get it done. Your kids' art. That's nice. But is it art if they try to spell their name and they fuck it up? That way they learn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this shit, man. You're into horror, obviously, because your fucking arm. How did you get into that? Man, you know what it started when I was like, maybe like five, maybe four, six, who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. This was uh, Blockbuster, when Blockbuster was a thing. Oh, yeah. I remember those days. We went to Blockbuster with uh, my grandparents, and I got Hellbound. That's Hellraiser Part 2. Let me tell you, no kid should be watching this uh -huh. as their first horror movie. <laughs> this movie is so fucked up, mm -hmm. but it is a love story. That's the crazy part. Hellraiser is just a love story. A pinhead? Yes. Who's his love interest? Just watch the movie. I've never watched a movie. Well, watch the movie with your with your well, wife. My kid? Not your kids. Okay, I'm about to say my kid? Not your kids. <laughs> Let me tell you, dude. When I got done watching this movie, mm -hmm. I had to put in, I think it was the Goofy movie afterwards. Ah, oh, I love that one. That's, that's, my... that's how fucked up this movie was. <laughs> yeah, it's, you just ease yourself out of it. Yeah, dude, I put I put the uh, closet light on, you know, for protection, whatever. Uh, dude, I wake up, closet light's off. So uh, what do I do? Uh huh. Turn on the light, and I go make my way to my grandparents' room. <laughs> I don't care. We all did that at some point, right or wrong. Right, right, right. But yeah, that I mean that's that's pretty much what started. It was Hellbound. So was Hellbound your favorite movie? You know, I'm 31 right now, so it's still up there. Like, that's still one of my number one movies to watch. Up, up there, you're number one. What, what are, what are uh, two through five? Woo! Have to go with Nightbreed. Have to go with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with good old Bill Mosley. Springfield, Illinois' finest. Uh, wow, got to go with uh, Frankenhooker. Yeah. Hey, sounds like a porno. It's not, though. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of tits and ass, okay. but it is not a porno. The tits and ass are good. Because slash. what's a horror flick without tits? <laughs> well, Chucky has tits. No, his wife has tits. I don't know. Mm. What do you mean, baby? I'm full of silicone. 
or I'm full of rubber or some shit yeah. like that. Who remembers? <laughs> Anyways, uh. but um, yeah, I mean, what, what was I like? What part three or part four? Okay, for for fucking um movie wise, there's a lot of them, dude. If if I were to actually sit here and give you like a downplay of like my one through hundred, uh-huh. I'll throw movies at you you don't even know. Those top the out of the top five, four of them I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So there yeah. you go, that one. <laughs> it's kind of lost. You're like hell hookers. I'm like what or, or hell hookers? No, Franken hookers. Franken hookers. Like whoa, Dude, like there's Blackula. Like you don't even know about Blackula, right? No, is that Eddie Murphy? No, that's 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 uh what is it? Uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Mm. That's Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Because like you would be my ghoul <laughs> when dude loses his ear and shit. <laughs> How did you get into special effects? Because I find that so interesting. I follow. A person that does special effects for a living it's freaking awesome so again that that goes with the blockbuster days horror flicks uh-huh. you're more interested to in seeing how these monsters are created so from what i remember as a kid i remember tom savini's work for uh um friday the 13th like okay. just his work in like friday the 13th and then seeing how i wanted to, like i was so interested to see how the hell did they get those pins in doug bradley's face and little did I know, you know what I'm saying? Like I see, I'm, I'm watching it, how it's being done. Yeah. So that like got my attention more. So as a kid, I mean, that really like, you know, like, like light bulb, boom, that's it, I'm yeah. there. But then here's the catch. Come 98, 99, Slipknot comes out. Uh-huh. Then I'm like, I want to make fucking masks. Like I have to do it. And 98 and 99? Yeah, dude. Excuse me. Like, like then, because I'm seeing these dudes yelling the mic, yeah. aggressive. I'm aggressive at yeah. a, a, what is it, like 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. So that just, like, got my attention so much. And seeing seeing these masks, I don't, like, every, everyone had its own personality. Okay. So it's like you felt it even more. And what's funny, if you dig deeper to, to like, why they wear those certain masks. You're talking about. In Slipknot. Slipknot yeah. Just, okay. No, in Slipknot. Why they wore those masks, from, from what I was told, it's because that's their fears. Like, one is a clown, you know, like, there's a bunch of other things. Like, they're like, man, we're just scared of these things, so we just want to wear them on stage so we can get over our fears. Uh-huh. And that, to me, you know, I, like, I don't care who you are. Whenever you put on a mask, you feel like a different person. Mm-hmm. And, like, instantly. Doesn't matter. Even a kid. When a kid puts on, like, a Power Ranger mask or, you know, they put on that, uh, what's it, that Let It Go girl, you know, what's, what's, it, what's her name you got, girl? Awesome. Yeah, when yeah. they throw on that dress, you know what I'm saying? They, they're over here thinking I'm they want to freeze stuff, that. you know I what I'm saying? I'm so pissed that I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Like, just, it's, just, it's just the whole thing in Halloween just makes everything that much more special because... You get to you get to forget about what you what you are as a person. You get to fantasize on what you wish you could be. Sometimes, okay. like that's I don't know. It's just mask world, man. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. All right. So you talk about uh, wearing your fears. What would your fear be? Man, that was a good question. Yeah. As of right now, it'd be like a fucked up mask that I made. But I, I as of right now, like I don't like. There's fucked up shit that I've made, but. It's just like for the world to see it. Like, look, nobody's perfect. Like, nobody's perfect. Like, look at my fucked up work. I'm gonna wear it, and yeah, I'm scared yeah. for you to see it. Yeah, yeah. But here you go. Uh-huh. And to you, what's crazy? To you, you'll probably be like, "Oh my god, that's so good." Yeah. But I know what's wrong with it. Yeah. That's the difference. Is that you might see it as beautiful, but I know like this side's off, that side's off. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, there's that. So your your the mask that you would wear is. 
your work because you're feared of it. Yeah. Because somebody's going to actually see it and like be like, oh my God, like it's so good. But I like, again, I know what's wrong with it. That's fucking dope. Your answer is deep. My answer would be a belt. Like, I'm fucking scared of that. But, but I mean, you're Puerto Rican. We like... Chanclas? Yeah, chanclas, all that good shit, No, nah, my mom was whipping me between jobs. She wasn't wearing chanclas. Yo, let me tell you something. I remember one time, your mom took us out to eat. Oh, wait, hold up. Let's, 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 <laughs> wait. Pause, pause. <laughs> you're saying it's like we, like, we've been knowing each other for how long? Seventh grade? How long? How long is that? Like, 16, 17 years? Oh, shit. I know you more than 10. I'm not going to say 17. Just, you're not dating me. I'm 10 years, man. Okay. There, 10 years there. plus. All right, go ahead. Continue with the story. So, your mom took us out to eat, and <sighs> I and I to, and I I had left my wallet at, at home. We ate together. I didn't know that. Dude, this, this was like a long-ass time ago. Yeah, yeah. This is when your sister was at Prosser. Okay. I, I don't even remember why high school she went to. Go ahead. Don't, like, dude, this is, this is because I was umping the game. So... You're making it sound like you were up with my mom right now. No, 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 no. Like this, for. like the only reason why, because like it's Puerto Rican, so you know what I'm saying. Like I know, I know how aggressive your mom is. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, I forgot my wallet at home. The first thing out of her mouth was, did I tell you the? Uh, do you have to pay for anything? I was like, all right, I'm gonna go. Fuck you. Like I'll, I'll go. Like no worries, I'll go. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Scratch the belt, the 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 mask that I would wear to my mom, the fa- face of my mom, just fucking that that'd be my mask. That's like she's the that's that's it. <laughs> um, did you have any uh, apprenticeship or mentorship programs that you go through? You know, my boy Colin, man, he's uh he owns Crimson Mask Studios. I owe a lot to that guy. All right, he took me under his wing. You know, he kept telling me sculpt every day, and I kept telling him, no, nah, you know, I'm all right. I don't want to sculpt. I just want to hang out with you. Uh-huh. And I took advantage of that, of not sculpting, because he wasn't pushing me. Like, I figured, okay, I'm going to do it on my own time. But what I was doing, I was actually like, I would watch him paint. I would watch him sculpt. And to me, that was like my way of learning. Uh-huh. But when I actually had to sculpt something, then I was like, yo, like, I should have listened to this guy more. Because when I had to start sculpting, he was gone. Like, he had to move back to Syracuse. Oh, shit. So, I mean, I owe a lot to that guy. Like, a, a lot. A lot. A lot. Like, Crimson Mask Studios. Like, that my boy, Colin, man. I miss that guy. Shout, like, out, shout out to Crimson Mask and Colin, man. Hell yeah, dude. That dude's awesome. How's it going, Colin? <laughs> my boy! Um, so, what is the process like with creating the look? Right? Because you say you, 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 you sculpt your fear. How do you do that? Do you just like do it and then like your eyes closed and your hands on the clay? How do you do that? You know, everything starts with anatomy. Okay. Everybody has a skull inside. Everybody's anatomy is the same. It's the features outside mm-hmm. that make you different. Mm-hmm. Whether it being, no pun intended, bald, uh, and then I can see the wrinkles in your head. You know, all that other no, good stuff. You're just going in. But go I, ahead. I'm not going in at all. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it's just, it's, it's the features. So, I mean, uh, once you learn anatomy, sky's the limit. Okay. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, an, anatomy's the biggest, the biggest key into this. If you don't know anatomy well, then your sculpture won't look correct, okay. no matter what. Like, you can look at anybody's sculpture, and you can automatically tell what's wrong. Even without being a sculptor. Why? Because we see the human face every day. Mm. So, I mean, it's like, 
it's a given quote unquote gift you could say okay so excuse me mm. whenever i create something i you know like any, like any other artist you start off with anatomy mm. and then you just go from there so i have stuff where it's just straight anatomy and then it's like uh exaggeration of the mouth ears or top of the head you know it's like yeah. again sky's the limit yeah so but you know there's artists who uh, that's not even a fucking word it's not but who cares i'm sorry continue <laughs> me too <laughs> don't edit that out either yeah, i fucked that up yeah, that's that's staying in <laughs> that better stay it's gonna be on the fucking clip on facebook so but anyways there's people out there who are who are painters uh-huh. And what they what they what they pretty much say is, you make your work come to life when you paint it. And as a like coming up, like I never understood that. Like I thought that was the most boring part of it. Mm. And then when I started painting myself, I was like, yo, like I can't wait to paint more. You know what I'm saying? Like you just to see to see everything come to life is like, man, it's look. I hated art class. I hated everything about art. Uh, and now look at me. You're an artist. I wouldn't even call myself an artist, bro. I just call, I'll call myself, I got lucky. That's all it is. I got lucky. Because many people don't get to find what they truly love. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are okay with clocking in and out. And I, and I clock in and out too, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I also have a quote unquote hobby. Mm-hmm. But this hobby, quote unquote, I love doing it. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is, Matt. Like I, I I don't know. Like it's it's hard to say because if you told me go sculpt right now or go clock in, I'm gonna go clock in first mm-hmm. because without without clocking into my actual job mm-hmm. doesn't help me pay for my supplies. Yeah. And I feel like that's what people don't understand is that you gotta sacrifice to make your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. So I mean like. Bro, it, it, like, I love what I do. That's, that's all I can really say is I truly love what I do. I love, like, I love my actual nine to five job and I love sculpting. Like, there's, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I don't know. Like, I lost for words. How about that? Uh, what is your pet peeve on creating? Man, my pet peeve really is, I'm going to keep this short right now. Mm-hmm. People who don't sculpt actually giving pointers on how to sculpt. Uh-huh. That drives me insane because here's a block of clay. Let me see what you can make. Because if you're giving artists, that's not even a fucking uh, word again. again. I'm gonna use that word yeah. again. <laughs> when they're out here giving pointers, uh-huh. like yo, like and and you don't sculpt, you don't do nothing. All you do is like bitch. That's all you do. Uh-huh. That drives me crazy, bro. Teachers, not even teachers, because there's teachers out there who are dope. Mm. But I'm saying, like, like, like your regular, like Joe Schmo, like, oh, like, okay, look, like if me, like if I were to look at your shit and be like, eh, look, the eyebrows are off, right? Let me tell you something, bro. I've literally painted over like four thousand fucking Pennywises, and this is the same person who sculpted Pennywise one uh-huh. and Pennywise two, and I'm talking about the remakes. Okay. So if anybody knows that Pennywise good, it's the person who actually created it, right? Yeah. So, you, you see people like, oh my God, this is so off. This doesn't even look correct. Like, it's like, you gotta be kidding me, bro. Like, the same fucking person who made it 
just yeah. did this. Yeah. And it's coming out of the same mold. Like, you and, don't know your and, shit. And, and you're paying like $50, $60 for it. Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up and be happy, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this is, I get it. It's your hard-earned money. But do your research on who actually created it. Like, you're never, you're never ever, I don't care what anybody says, you're never going to be the, like the, that person that gets the original something because the original something is the one of one. That's yeah. it. Yeah. What you're going to get is a replica no matter what. No matter how you fucking critique it. Exactly. So there goes that. That's my pet peeve. <laughs> what drove you? <laughs> that question. What drove me to what, Lewis? <laughs> what drove you to mass making? Rebecca Warren. Okay. Rebecca Warren. Uh, man. Wait, Rebecca Warren from high school? Yeah. I thought you said we're back to Warren. I'm like, who the no, fuck? Who's no, Warren? No. We're back to. Rebecca, Rebecca Warren. Rebecca okay. Warren. She is married, and I don't know her last name now that she's married. Congratulations. Shout out to Rebecca Warren. I think she's on my list. If you're listening to this, how you doing? Shout out to her and Nabuski. And Nabuski that you don't know the last name to. I, I'm terrible at names. You're a guy. Anyways. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I used, we used to hang out. Really good friend. Really, really good friend. And, you know, I was just coming out of surgery, my second surgery. And what the fuck are you, Derek Rose? I mean, those two years back to back, I felt like it was <laughs> glass over here. Like, dude, I had to learn how to walk again, learn again. But anyway, who cares? Like, that's, we're yeah. not there. Uh-huh. So anyways, like, I, like, I, like, I'm there and I'm on, a, I'm on her computer, you know, just looking through music, whatever. And I'm like, man, I want to go back to school. You know, I want to do something. Like, I'm not doing anything. Like, I, I'm just learning how to walk again. <laughs> like, like, that's not important enough, right? You know? Uh-huh. So, so she goes, she just says it. She just throws it out there. Why don't you make masks? Like, right. she says, like, she's like, you know, everybody so asks. So we got to blame Rebecca Warren for the way you pronounce shit. So, so, she's like, so she's like, why don't you go make masks? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, yo... This is before or after you started listening to Slipknot? Dude, this is way before. Mm. Like, my love for mask making was always there, but there was never a way to actually do it. Because, dude, the internet just got hot a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so she told me that, and I was like, yo, that's... I was like, fuck, you're right. So what did I do? Bam, went online. Started searching up schools. Nothing in Chicago. Nothing. I bet, because I've never heard of any special effects here. Nothing. So there was a Tom Savini school in uh, Pennsylvania. I saw it. Did you post something on that? Probably. I think you, you might have, because I clicked on it and I watched the whole thing. Probably. Dude, they wanted over 40 Gs and like all types of... Like, it was just crazy numbers. Yeah, but it was a school. It was a school. Like any other school that you would have to pay somewhat. Right. Soon. But, like, dude, but it you was, didn't think like... It was like... I didn't think it was, I didn't think it'd be like that much money. So at that point, I was just like, man, you know what? Fuck this. I was like, this ain't for me. Yeah. Boom, like maybe like a month, half month, month, month or two comes later. My, uh, my aunt, she comes up to me, she with a flyer. She's like, oh, look what I found. It's a school in uh, Westmont, Illinois. Uh-huh. What's Westmont? Like 45 minutes away, an hour away, if that? Yeah. So I look at the, I look at the brochure and I'm like, yo. 
I ain't gonna go. <laughs> like I'm not gonna go. You didn't think that was a sign? Nah, like yo, if if you would have seen that shit, bro, uh-huh. you'd have been like, "There's no fucking way I'm gonna make anything." Like, bro, these these guys are fucking insane. Uh huh. So I go there, right? Like, I pay I pay the money to take the classes, whatever. All of a sudden, I'm seeing, okay, that person's learning like me. That person's learning like uh-huh. me. Like, okay, I'm getting out. Of, I'm getting comfortable. You yeah. know. So, you know, at how old were you at this time? Man, I want to say like 27. Okay. Bro, like I'm 27 nervous in class. Yeah. Do you know? Like it's like studying all over again. Yeah, so so whatever we like I did that, it was like a really, really good learning experience. But I still like at that point in time, I didn't understand what I was doing still. Uh-huh. Like I was still learning it. So man. Like I kept taking classes, and I think I think it didn't actually hit me till I was like, bro, that like three years, two years later, uh-huh. when I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing, but because that was that was I wasn't taking it serious. Yeah, like I was just like, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. There's no fucking way this is for me. Uh huh. So like after that, like like it, it just made sense. Like now I can't get enough of it. Like, now I wake up, go to sleep, but it's just the same, like, routine. Like, I just want to look at masks, make masks. Like, there's, like, nothing. Bro, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, once you love something, like, you just don't want to let it You're go. You're just obsessed with it. You yeah, become, you become yeah. you become really, really obsessed with it. And then it's like, it's like if if I had the chance to chill with somebody or to, or to make a monster, I'm going to make a monster first. Yeah. And if you get mad, then... It's okay. You'll be fine. (laughs) Like, you'll be cool, but... Uh, Do you have any idols? Man, my boy Todd. My boy Todd at Laughing Go Studios. I could blow that man up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning and he'll respond. Really? Yeah. Todd doesn't sleep? (laughs) Man, he's a sculptor, too, man. Like, they... Like, yeah, I don't know. He's Dracula. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my boy Kyle Williams. Williamson, I should say. I always fuck up his last name. What's his name though? Kyle Williams. Williams. Okay, Williamson. Because you start off with the Williams, I'm like, okay, maybe that's his name. Mm -mm. That dude's a beast, but he doesn't give himself enough credit. Kyle, you are a fucking beast. A modest one at that. Uh, man, there's there's so many guys out there that I look up to, that uh, they're really they're low key artists. Artist, that's a, that's, like, that's that word again. Is, is that the word? Is that a word? That that's not a word, but you know what? That is a word. Somebody now. in the podcast world, email me the correct word to pronounce <laughs> it. Please pronounce it. <laughs> Damn, fucking Puerto Ricans capping out shit. <laughs> we should have done this interview in Spanish. God damn. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> hey, but this, you know, whatever. Anyways, yeah, that's good. Artist is. Just- um, so with you knowing what you know about special effects and you live and breathe this shit, do you watch horror movies critiquing it more than you enjoy it? Actually, no. You still, you still enjoy it? Could you critique it? Do when there's it? a lot of CGI, yeah. How about just special effects? Like not- No, I, I want the special effects. No, not the CGI one. No. I don't want the CGI's. Okay, like, so you want the practical ones. Yeah. Practical effects. I don't, I don't, like, it took me a while to appreciate Pennywise, the new one. Okay. Because the CGI. Yeah, it's dude, it's overwhelming. I but, didn't. I didn't like the whole mouth thing. But he's really, a shapeshifter. So yeah. He needs it, so I get it. Yeah. But 
Man, too much CGI. It kills it. it dude, it does, it does. It does so much. That's like, you ever remember the Scorpion King? Yeah. Remember when he turned into a damn Scorpion? <laughs> Wait, was that, was that his debut? No, was that his debut movie? I don't know, bro, but man. <laughs> it, it killed it. CGI has gotten so much better. I feel so bad for that movie. <laughs> God, they, they should remake that movie just because of the CGI. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, it was... But it's like nowadays, like... Special effects... It truly, it truly is going the CGI route. Okay. It truly is. Do you think it's, it's because well, that and we aren't really as entertained by practical effects anymore? Like because we're spoiled. Like, yeah. That's that, what it is. Because so much content is thrown at our face. Like, look at this limb. Look at this body. Look there's, at this head. We're, we're, there's so, like, man. Like, the movie industry is, they're spoiled so much. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Like, you... Even though it's a gag, you won't appreciate it because you know it's a gag. But you'll appreciate it if it's CGI. Like Jurassic World, they they got CGI in that movie and they have the old school way. Uh-huh. And that was like one of the first movies I went to actually go see in a while. And I felt like a kid again because seeing that T-Rex in that damn truck and then when it's actually moving. Uh-huh. It's so organic, and it just, dude, it's it's a different monster. It's it's like watching like you're there, like yeah, and dude, it, it it's it's awesome. So you you still enjoy it, then you don't look at it and be like, eh. No, yeah, yeah definitely, I, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it. Okay, last and final question: Is there any advice, knowing what you know now, right, through uh, Crimson and, and all these artists that you work with? Is there anything you would tell your younger self? Any advice? Shut the fuck up and do it. You're gonna doubt yourself a lot, kid. That's gonna be your biggest downfall. Would you? What would? You, would you tell the same advice to all the other kids that want to do it? Just shut the fuck up. Well, with this generation, no. No, oh, they're so PC. <laughs> <laughs> that just came off the mic so fucking PC. Dude, you gotta be like, you know, it's okay, you're gonna fail, but you know, you're gonna be all right. It's you're gonna okay. fail, but here's a reward for it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's a here's a medal for fucking up. Like, nah, man, shut the fuck up and just you're gonna fuck up. It's okay. You're gonna fuck up. You're gonna think this isn't for you. Like, you're gonna be fucking fine. Just keep working at it. Learn from your fuck ups. Like. What was that last dude who got his... Who, who, the guy you fucking had a podcast with. The fucking fighter. Yeah, which one? I had two fighters. He got his ass with by the Russian guy. Ah, uh, yeah, Chris Haney. Chris, Shout out Chris Haney. Shout out Chris Haney. Ha yeah. Why do you think he's a Handley? Haney? Haney? <laughs> he's Puerto Rican. With Don't kick my thing. ass. Good God. Yeah, Chris Haney. Hey, he said it best, bro. He's like, I went out there thinking I was top shit. And I got my ass whooped, but I loved it. Yeah. That is the best fucking quote I've ever fucking heard. Yeah. Go get your ass whooped by what you fucking love, but go do it still. Chris Haney, put that shit on the shirt and sell it. Oh. That right there, I was like, you could tell this motherfucker got his ass whooped and loved it still. Uh, like, that's, it's a certain type of hunger. It's a certain type of drive. You need to want it because if you don't want it, you're going to get your ass kicked once and just walk away from exactly, it. Exactly, bro. Like, you, you got it. Man. The way, the way I look at it is like, there's always going to be those people there no matter what. Yeah. And I'm fortunate enough to have actually a good team. That's you great. know, I got really good supporters. Mm. You know, my best friend, my brother, Jonathan Carrillo, 
That man has seen me freeze up to my idols. And I'm one to never freeze up. Mm. Like, never. And for him to actually say, he's like, he's like, how is it that we could go to the porn convention and you, I could see you slap all types of ass. The porn convention. <laughs> Yo, just hear me out. Uh-huh. So, we, so we went to the porn convention. I'm there slapping ass and all types of stuff, right? Uh-huh. I go see one of my idols. I'm like, uh, but, uh, 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 one of your idols? Yeah, yo, like I freeze. I froze up, bro. <laughs> like, I, I just didn't know. I'm like, yo. <laughs> How is it to look at somebody knowing that you've masturbated to them a thousand times? How is that look? I want to know. Shout like, out to Aaliyah Hadid. Uh, Aaliyah Hadid. Oh, throwing some color in there. Oh, wow. How does it feel? Like, oh my God, does she know I masturbated to her this morning? Like, I, did, I don't care. I was feeling on them titties. You know, like, God, holy shit. I live vicariously through you. Listen, that part out. you're a married man. I think I'm, I'm, I, I envy you because you have a family. You have a beautiful wife. You know, you're doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm single. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. So with that being said, yeah, I will post whatever I want to post. Ooh. So guys like you could be like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, I didn't say it was awesome. Babe. Babe. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't say it was awesome. And I'm not, get, I'm not winking at him right now, okay? It's not, it's not awesome. I... No, it's not happening. <laughs> God. All right, continue. Go ahead. Where were we going? Uh, <laughs> so you were talking about Jonathan Carrillo and he's seeing you through your ups and downs. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, like truth be told, like, he, he's actually seen me freeze up. Yeah. So with that, with that being said, like, like I said, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to actually have a good team. Yeah. Because, like, he, he's actually seen me, like, want to do this and then where I'm at right now, doing, doing this. Doing it, yeah. Excuse me. And, you know, I have a project coming out. And I'm pretty sure by the time this podcast drops, I'll, I'll be able to post it. It's, uh, it's with a band called Fit for an Autopsy. Ooh. They're right. well known. Good. Uh, it's a really, really big project. You know, I, I want to give details right now, but I'm not too sure if I could. I'll tell you off here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the project is awesome. That's all I can say. The project is really awesome. I'm fortunate enough to have this opportunity. You know, the band makes great music. I've been listening. To, I've been a fan of the band since like maybe like five years or so, whatever. Yeah. And to have this opportunity was like, it just—it's an open door. That's what's up, man. It's a—it's that's a, a blessing. Dude. It's that's a really—it's a really really big open door. You know, I've I've had my shots to do other other stuff too as well, but I feel like this right here—that's like. If I could die right now, yeah. I could say I did it. Because I'm okay with it in my world. Yeah. Everybody would be like, oh, but you don't got this to show for it. Yeah. It's okay, though. Because I love what I do. I do. So I'm love. actually happy where I'm at. Like, I'm good. Like, I could, in my world, I could say I did it. I mean, that's... You'll see. Cut that. Yeah. Like, cut that. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a whole lot of edits in this shit. I'm going to have to sit there with a pen. <laughs> Cut, cut, cut. It's gonna be the most heavily edited fucking sit down ever. That's cool. Um, but I feel like you needed this though, man. Yeah. I feel like you needed something like really deep, different, deep. Yeah, whatever. I guess fucking deep and different, man. It's deep in a different way. So you got any other questions? Uh, well, last question. Do you have any special shout outs before I sign you out, or do you have any last words? 
to these motherfuckers that doubt you. Oh, man. You know, shout out to everybody who supports Funhouse Mad Studios. You know, without without y'all, like, man, a lot of things wouldn't be possible. Um, shout out to the very, very handful of people that have stuck with me still. Because there's, like, really a handful of y'all who's, who's actually seen me, like, really grind. Like, y'all are this shit. Like, I love y'all. Like, on some real shit. Uh, to everybody who doubted me, I love y'all even more. Because of that fuel. You know, honestly, with, with all the doubt and with everything, like... I wouldn't actually be here right now. And with the opportunity that I have that I'll be able to drop this month, I just want to put a smile in y'all faces. So that way, if there's something that you love, you can get up the next day and actually do it. But here's the thing though, I ain't gonna be there doubting you. I'm gonna be there cheering for you. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay centered on all Indie Center podcast episodes. If you are an independent creator and have a story to share and want to have a sit down, please email me at indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com. That's indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com. If you have sponsorship inquiries, I'd love to help local businesses. Please email me at indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com. Until next Monday, guys. Peace.